Welcome to the Blooming Woman Podcast, where it is spring year-round. We are blooming in our purpose, we're changing our mindset, and we're just going after the life that God intended for us to live. I am your host, Deanna Renee, aka your favorite mindset coach, and I am just so excited that you're here. So sit back, relax, and let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Blooming Woman Podcast. It is your host, Deanna Renee, and I am so glad that you are here to join me. Um, first of all, can we talk about how I'm basically recording two episodes in one week? Like, who is she? You wanna know who I am? I'm somebody who just got my life gathered watching somebody's live, and she called me out gracefully and respectfully. It was like, sis, where you been at? And I'm like, you weren't supposed to notice that. And she was like, yeah, nah, like, I'm going to see, like, I'm going to notice whenever, you know, you're not there because I've been there. Like, I've disappeared before. And, you know, gotta just, gotta just do what you gotta do sometimes. Even though it's not the best course of action, you gotta just do it. But, with all that being said, I'm recording two episodes in one week. I think somebody should buy me a um, edible arrangement for that because this is an accomplishment. I am working my way back. My life is de-escalating in the best ways possible. I will talk about those things later, at a later date, next month-ish, whatever. And so, yeah, I deserve an edible arrangement. Not a cookie, but an edible arrangement. I like marshmallows, I like pineapples, whatever you want to get me, I will take that, okay? Because I, you know, we need to celebrate our small wins. But what's up, y'all? Um, I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you all are prepared to go into the new year, like I spoke about in the last episode. This year flew by. And so, hope you're preparing for the new year, whatever you're doing for the new year. I don't quite have plans just yet. I do have plans. I, my brain... And my body is saying, and my bank account is saying stay in the house. But like, you know, my friends, they just be texting me. And who am I to disappoint my friends by not blessing them with my presence? I think that's a little rude, a little disrespectful. So, you know, whatever happens, happens. But as of now, the plan is to, you know, be in the house. And we're just, ooh, my hands are ashy. Uh, my hand, my plans are to be in the house. And so, yeah. So what have y'all been up to? Me personally, lately, well, yesterday and today, even back up from there, trying to find something to watch on TV has become like an absolute nightmare for me because I like so many things and I get so uninterested and things so quickly like I'll turn something on and it's like the first five minutes or so and nothing's happening or it doesn't or like even a description is like kind of confusing and it's like taking too long to get to that point I'm like I don't I don't even know what's going on so I turn it off and so I'm like okay cool let's 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 go back on YouTube let's see you know what I can watch on there outside of like my normal YouTube abilities. Love my babes, okay? And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I kept seeing this this clip 
of the revolt, revolt, my bad, the revolt interview with Michelle Obama. So I'm like, you know what? Let's watch this. Let's watch this whole thing. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. And babes, if you have not watched that, I wholeheartedly recommend you watching that. Okay? Because that interview was so, 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 so good. And that's kind of low-key what this episode is about. I took some notes while I was watching it. It's not really a lot because like, I was just so into the interview. But I took some important, like, you know, notes and everything. I'm so sorry my heat just cut on because, you know, it's 12 degrees outside here in Dallas. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, like, I took some notes and everything from that episode. And I, again, highly recommend you all watch that. On that couch, that couch itself was phenomenally picked. Like, just so many great black women. Phenomenally picked. So, it was, ooh, I forget her name. I think her name is Angela. She's the one, I think, that does most of the um, the revolt interviews. So, it was Angela. You have Winnie Harlow. That's the motto. Um, what? I don't know something. Y'all know who Winnie Harlow is. Winnie Harlow, Miss Tina Lawson, knows. Sorry, Miss Tina knows Lawson herself. Okay, quit playing on the queen. Queen B's queen. Miss Kelly Rowland, the beautiful, graceful Michelle Obama, and her. Like, who thought to put them together? But that conversation was so beautiful, and they titled it being a cross generational conversation. Definitely did that because we're on age. Well, me, I'm not gonna say we're me. I'm on age with her and Winnie Harlow, like in between both of them. Winnie Harlow's 28, hers 25. I'm 26, about to be 27. So I am, you know, like in between them. And so the whole time I'm watching it, Michelle Obama's sitting next to her, and you could like she would just kind of like touch her like every time she's talking, and come to find out. Sasha, I believe, no, Malia. Malia is the oldest one. Malia is also 24 now, which is insane because she was literally just like eight years old. But so Michelle Obama kind of like looked at her as her daughter. And if you know me, you know I love Michelle Obama. Like I call her my mom. Like I just love this woman. Like she's just so graceful about the way that she carries herself, the way that she handles things. And I aspire to be that level because. You know, the Lord is still working on me in certain aspects. And, you know, once I achieve that level of grace, I would say that I am winning in life. And Kelly said that she thinks of Michelle whenever something happens and she's like, WWMD, what would Michelle do? So I'm going to take that logic and be like, what would Michelle do in this situation? Because... What? Me? I'm going to handle it the way I want to handle it. Whether it's pretty or not, it's going to get handled. not saying I'm out here fighting, folks. Let's, I am not a fighter. I am not a fighter. Let's, let's just throw that out there. But, you know, situations could be handled with more grace. And so, Michelle was talking about her new book and everything. And it was just so beautiful. And so, I just kind of like, so I wrote down some, some points of... You know things that kind of stood out to me the most and that's like 
helping me in my own journey and I think would help y'all in your own journey in case y'all don't want to like you know go watch the whole thing but you should you should are you are you anti-black are you you should watch that if you don't you're anti-black you are definitely anti-black I'm so sorry if I got loud just now I realized I like almost kissed the mic but you need to watch that but starting out the interview off rip they were talking about boundaries and Kelly said something along the lines that basically she what what she understands with setting boundaries is that however the other person takes that that's not our problem because setting boundaries like if you're a people pleaser you completely you totally understand where we're like what's happening with that because you're so used to not wanting to you know disappoint them or hurt their feelings and make sure they're included in everything and so setting boundaries is really hard really hard and I have myself personally I've been creating boundaries over the last two years and sometimes I do kind of think like oh I do not want to hurt their feelings like maybe I shouldn't say that or maybe I shouldn't stop them from doing whatever it is that they're doing because yeah let's you know make sure they're good just forget my feelings forget how I feel as long as they're okay that's fine and that's not okay because there will be later regret down the line. And we don't want that. So we got to, you know, make sure we, we aren't trying to still people please with setting our boundaries. If we say that we don't like something and that person has a problem with that, that's on them. They're going to have to learn to adjust and, you know, maneuver around our boundaries, not us you know, maneuver around their feelings and how they feel because it makes us uncomfortable. At the end of the day, it's all about us. It's all about, it's all about us. So, yeah, set those boundaries and don't care what anybody has to say about how that makes them feel. Point blank, period. And that's all who never had to get a and so the next thing was just talking about the beauty in vulnerability. They were all very vulnerable on that episode. And again, it was such a beautiful conversation, like a very beautiful and necessary conversation. And I talk about being open all the time. I talk about, you know, the beauty in telling your story, the beauty in the middle. I just couldn't think of any other episode topic. But we'll get into that at another date but basically yeah like the beauty in telling your middle like people only see what you show them unless they're very close to you they're not going to see the whole story they only see possibly the beginning and the end they don't know what you went through they don't know the middle of everything and so there's beauty in that in that conversation everybody shared what it was that they were you know, experiencing what they had gone through before even getting to that point. And every single person on that couch had something to say. You see them now of like the fame and everything. And you would have never known. Even the, I was also watching B. Simone, uh, her best friend's podcast. And it had Jess Hilarious on there. And Jess, she told a story that she said she had never told anybody else 
like nowhere, no interviews, no nothing about it. And it was basically about how whenever she was like coming up, her son was two. She was, um, what was it? That's when she realized that she wanted to, you know, kind of get into comedy and everything. And so there was a time where her lights were out for like three months and she didn't try to go back home to her parents or anything. Like she stuck that out. And when I tell you, like just that little snippet, like that was so, so, so like inspiring. Like she pushed it through and she knew what she wanted. She chased after it and everything. And so, like I said, just her just being so vulnerable about it. Love that. Like I meet, maybe it's just a me thing. Maybe y'all don't like people being vulnerable because y'all know folks out here is weird. But me personally, like I love listening to people's vulnerabilities. Like I let, I want to understand why you are this way. I want to understand why, you know, why you do the things you do. Like you're like, I want to appreciate your success today based off of your troubles from yesterday. Like that's what I want to know. And so I love that. That's why I'm so open in sharing with everything that I do. Um, where did that fly? Where did that fly come from? Um, so yeah. And then another thing that was said is Michelle said that Barack, love Mr. Obama, uh, said that basically anxiety is a part of doing something new. Like we get anxious. We, you know, when you think about doing something that's out of our comfort zone, we automatically get anxious and we think that like, oh no, this isn't right. This shouldn't be right. No, of course you're going to get anxious about something new, but you're not a human if it doesn't happen. Like let it happen and accept that. And know, know from that, that you are going in a new direction, that you are developing in a new way, that you are, you know, becoming a new person, becoming a new a new version of yourself, okay? And you're elevating to the next level. So when that anxiety hits, girl, let it ride. I'm talking to myself here because, whew, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? I see, I'm looking at my computer. I see that, okay, yeah, Winnie Harlow. So it was, you don't have to be what they think you, what they think they want you to be. So Winnie Harlow, she shared her experience of going into modeling. I do believe that she, I know she's Canadian, but I think her nationality is Jamaican because when she was talking, she had an accent. Um, And so I think that her nationality is Jamaican. And so I've heard a lot about Caribbean parents and everything and how hard they go and you need to have a career this is not a career if it's not something that they know they're going to look at it sideways and just even in the black community they soon as they as, as soon as you grow up they're just like okay cool college boom get a regular job and so anything outside of that they're looking at you crazy like girl what are you doing like what do you actually do with your life how are you able to do all of this and they don't necessarily try to figure it out they don't want to know they just, they just sit here and they're just they're like, they're judging you. So she was basically like explaining her experience with that, with her dad, either her dad or her grandpa. And they didn't understand that she wanted to do modeling. 
And so they would see like pictures and everything, and they're like, oh, okay, cool, boom, boom, boom. She's doing this, she's doing that, yada, yada, yada. And so they would always ask her, like, or no, I always ask her, but just like say, like, oh, okay, you know, this is cool and everything, but you can go ahead and get you another full time job at the mall or. You know, basically trying to be like, okay, you know, this is cool for the side, but you you need some actual money. But like, she knew what she wanted to go after. They didn't understand until now. And so from that, I took, okay, they don't have to understand. They don't need to, you know, know the, know the playbook. They don't need to know, you know, the entire ABC. Like, they don't need to know all of that. They just need to trust your vision. And if they don't trust it, so be it. As long as you trust your vision and you know where you're going, that's totally fine. They don't have to get it now, but they're going to get it whenever you get there. Unfortunately, like, of course, you want to take your loved ones, your family and everything through the journey of you getting to where you need to be. But if they don't understand that, they will be a-okay. The same way that you will be a-okay. Uh, I know it'll probably be kind of difficult because it's like, yeah, like I said, like you want them to be a part of that. You want their support. You want their love. But if they don't understand, you cannot do anything with that. That should not deteriorate you from wanting to do what you want to do, from wanting to get where you want to get. And, you know, being if you if you see yourself being successful in a penthouse in New York City, what's stopping you from doing that? Because your family doesn't believe in you? Because... So and so person said, "Oh yeah, that could never, that could never happen." No, not at all. So you create your own, you create your own, uh, your own vision for the world, and you go after that, regardless of what anybody else has to say. Okay, okay. And what's the last? I'm gonna do one more, one more good point. Let's see. Okay, I think. I want to say her said this. Don't quote me because I sometimes have bad memory. But <laughs> but somebody on that couch, I, I really do believe this is her. But I think they basically said don't allow great, the word great, to be the enemy of good. Because we all know there's a difference between good and great. And everybody wants to be great. But are we actually paying attention to us being good right now? I don't think so. We're always looking for the next big thing to do. We're always looking for, you know, how can I get to this next level? How can I be great? And you don't even, like, you think that where you're at now does not compare nowhere near to where you consider to be, quote, unquote, great. And so to be great, what, is, what does that look like to you? What is, when you say, oh, I want to be great in life, what does that look like? And how does that differ so much from where you are now, from being good? Not saying you should be comfortable in good, but I think you should appreciate the good more and that where you are now and where you want to be and being great, they don't have to, they don't have to be enemies. They don't have to, you know, butt heads because of different style like you need your good to be great you need to be good now to be great so appreciate your good and that will allow you to appreciate your great even more because you know how hard you work for that 
So yes, they don't need to be enemies. They need to be friends. They need to be co-workers. They need to be partners, okay? Like, <laughs> I don't know if you're like me, but I like to say, oh yeah, I'm having a staff meeting in my head, which is, you know, all of my thoughts and everything, just like trying to talk to each other and get everything situated. And so, if you gotta do, if you gotta do that, then that's what you gotta do. But yes, and so I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I've been looking. There's, <laughs> you know, when they say that like something that you're looking for is going to come like out of nowhere, super unexpected. Y'all, I have been looking for my fossil watch for at least a month and a half, y'all. I cannot make that up. I found it in between my couch and I pulled it out. And then like five minutes later, I couldn't remember where I put it at and I lost it again. Y'all, why is this thing sitting on my desk next to my notebooks? Which just proves that I was not using my notebooks the way that I should have been using it. Or even sitting at my desk the way I should have been sitting at my desk. Mm, God kept me. The Lord just gathered me that quick. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 But yes, as I was saying, <laughs> your good and great need to be partners. They need to be friends. They don't they don't need to go against each other. They need to co mm. I'm about to say that word wrong, y'all. What is it? Co co cohabit cohabitude. <laughs> Oh my gosh, how do you say, y'all know what I'm trying to say, y'all know, we here, y'all know, y'all know me by now, we five seasons in, bro, like, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know, but they, that's, that, that's what they need to do, okay, and so, yeah, just learn to appreciate the good more than trying to skip over the good and go straight for the great, because once you get to the great, What's after that? Like, are you are, are you are you gonna treat great the same way you treated good because it's like, oh, it's not good enough? No. Absolutely not. You should not do that. Because you know why? The Lord is good all the time. In the same way that He's provided for you in your good, He's gonna provide for you in your great. Whether you even think that you're mm, once you get to your great. What if you turn around and say, oh, well, then this is good. So then what's your next grade? Is it just, is it a continued race? Sit in that, sit in that, sit in that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, sit in that. Uh, but yeah. In conclusion, y'all need to watch that whole, that whole interview, like I said before. That's, that, that's what needs to be watched. And so, Yeah. Loki wouldn't mind watching it again just to see if I missed any nuggets. I recommend that. And low-key, I actually recommend the Be Simone podcast. I just started watching that. And ooh, we that episode of Krishan Rock. Y'all know. Y'all know who Krishan Rock is. That episode, and I said earlier, like the one with Jess Hilarious. Yeah. Y'all need to watch that. Watch it, watch it, watch it. But yeah. That's all I got for y'all <laughs> this week. And so I hope that you all have a great and safe, safe emphasis on the safe New Year's. Y'all know I don't play with that drinking and driving. Y'all know the situation. Don't play with that. If you're new here, 
I lost my best friend last year to drunk driving. She was a reckless driver. So yes, New Year's, get an Uber, something. But if you like drinking, do not be behind the wheel, please and thank you. And so yeah, I will see you guys next year. I'm getting back on it. Okay, quit playing with me. Getting back on it. So yeah, just stay tuned for whatever else I have to come in the new year for sure. Definitely will be more active. We're all going to be friends here and online because we're going to have too many friends and nobody. So yeah, but that's all. And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Burning Woman podcast. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.